money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. You have a very nice smile on today. Thanks. Yes. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, <laughs> you can't see that, but Reb's smile is big this morning, so that's a good scene. Good, good. I often thing. have a big smile on radio show mm-hmm. mornings. Sure. Brock told me I looked classy today, so okay. I said I had to try and do better at matching myself with you, so I'm just going to wear black from now <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. So if you're listening to the podcast, you now know Reb is in that classy black look, Dave is in his Reb's shirt that uh, that Reb that the shirt that Reb bought. Yes. yes. Anyway, okay. If you want to check that out, you can check it out on the YouTube. That's of course one of the places you can find the Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and that's where you are. So thank you so much for joining us. If you're new, welcome. We really enjoy uh, just sharing part of our financial lives. We have some guests with us we're going to introduce in a few minutes, but uh, want us to uh, speak to our sponsor this morning. Can you say that? Like, that's hard to say. Yeah, speak spikes. about our sponsor. Speak to, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. So anyways, Stephen Francipili, which is like the lots of S's, but Stephen Francipili in their office uh, at Francipili Law is uh, one of our partners uh, in the mortgage practice, but also a sponsor here of the show. So mm-hmm. we uh, really appreciate Stephen and his team and how they serve the community that they're in and and we're part of that community and that's in the ottawa area for Mm -hmm. those of you around the city and um his contact will be in the show notes today yeah way to go red way to throw that in well i gotta we got a big show so i want to get right to it yeah so so you uh, picked the scripture today i did Reb, let me pick the scripture today. So, <laughs> so before we get to our guests, let's just uh, let's just read off in the scripture. So, Second Corinthians four sixteen and eighteen, and this does not necessarily speak to today's show, but it's been on my heart just around the um, the how much we talk about the benefit to our spiritual selves when we talk about money and the, and the, the, the interaction with that. And uh, Paul writes it like this. He says, so we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Mm-hmm. For this light momentarily, momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond comparison. Oh, sorry, beyond all comparison. As we look not uh, to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For things that are unseen are transient. Sorry, for the things that are seen are transient, (laughs) but the things that are unseen are eternal. And a lot of our money stuff, as we talk about money, is all about the the here and now. It's all about the tactile, if, Mm -hmm. if we can say. And yet, what Paul is really saying here a little bit is, is that that is training for the eternal. So they do interact, they do mix up. And so I was just, I've been contemplating that idea of how when we use our money, it's, it's, it's tactile training for an eternal reward or an eternal existence. You know, that's a whole radio show discussion all on its own. Yeah. But so, we're not talking about that today, no. but we but are. But we do have a couple here who I can say, 
um, and and we're going to let them tell the story. But that transformation is 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 happening. So right so. in in your lives. So Andrew Galloway and Marta sent. Centenia. <laughs> I got it right. Woohoo! <laughs> um, we have known Andrew and Marta. Thank you for being here. Yes. We're so happy you're here today. Um, um, we've known you, I don't even know how many years, um, but we have invited them to talk about how the eternal, I guess, is being. Um, worked in your life just through your financial journey and you came to more than enough through through coaching i believe that's that's how it started but um we wanted to speak this um at this time of year people have been asking us for stories some stories about transformation and as you know romans 12 verse 2 we talk about in our unleashed workshop that we would be renewed we'd be transformed by renewing our minds and i think i have seen some of that renewal and transformation in you guys and you've been so um great to say yes to come and tell your story so um thanks for being here Thank, Thank you for you having us. <laughs> it's okay if you speak at the same time. Yeah. So, can you just give us like a, who you are? You live in the Ottawa area. What do you? What do you? We'll give you. What do you do for a living? Okay, <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, okay, Andrew. I'll start. I'm uh, originally from the Maritimes. I was born and raised in Prince Edward Island, um, mm-hmm. and made my way up here to the Ottawa area when I was 16 with my family. Mm-hmm. My, my dad was. Uh, uh, hired, hired by the government as a public servant. Mm-hmm. And so I've been in the Ottawa area for the last ooh, 42 years. Almost. Wow, great. Yeah. So for those that are math, they're doing it quickly in their head, going, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> How old is yeah. I'm actually 4,000. <laughs> um, so it's been a long time. I'm a transplanted Maritimer. And um, yeah, that's that's where Wait, I come and, from. And you work here, and I and work here in the RCMP. Yeah. I'm uh, uh, in in IT. Okay, with them. Yeah. great. I thought he was going to tell us that he can't tell us what, what he, he does, does because or, it's yeah. not a secret. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you after the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> and Marta, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay, uh, I'm from Colombia originally. Yeah. I moved to Canada because of him <laughs> about 13 years ago wow. uh, has been an interesting journey not very happy at first it was hard to leave all my family my life and come to a complete new country new language food everything <laughs> and the weather included <laughs> of course uh, then now um, I work with uh, immigration and citizenship uh, as an immigration officer, which is to me like closing a circle because I came as an immigrant right. yeah. to this country. So now I'm making decisions. So it's interesting to see the the two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. And um, we just came back from Colombia a couple of weeks ago, yeah. which was very good to go back after the pandemic and the whole thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's Great. what I do. Yeah. So I don't know. So let's go back to you guys have been married how long? Uh, that's a good question. Now you're making me do math. Right? Oh my god! Yeah. Did you, what year did you get married? 2007. Okay. Seven. Yeah. So, so that's well, 16 uh, years. I guess. 16. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so as part of that journey, it feels like I've known you a long time <laughs> because you've come to um, more than enough for financial coaching, and. Um, 
can you tell us a little bit about how you came? Like, what brought you to More Than Enough? Like, how did we, you know, you, you become you become friends. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it did start with this. So how did that happen? Uh, yeah. Well, it was a sad and sordid tale. <laughs> um, I was referred here by, uh, I had gone through a consumer proposal, right. which is a, a, a fairly difficult financial uh, vehicle to have to go through. Mm-hmm. But at the end of when I was discharged from it, I uh, was given some references for uh, financial coaching. And uh, I think they gave me two or three mm-hmm. organizations yep. to choose from. And I saw more than enough. And I, and I, I, remember, I remembered um, having gone to a session years earlier with a Lynn, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so I remembered that being a positive experience, and I thought, ah, this is a Christian-based organization, and right. I want to go with them. Right. So that's really what started it off. And I, I think I emailed or made a phone call mm-hmm. and uh, got the ball rolling and got into Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then you both came and you met Natalie because Natalie became your coach. And yeah. how often did you meet with her? Back then? Yeah. It was once a month, something Probably like that. Probably yeah. once a month. Yeah. And- yeah. And then, and then the Unleashed workshops. For anybody who doesn't know, it's it. They they go for about a year, and uh, it's a monthly workshop that I led. That's how I met yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we first attended one in person, but that was a bit different because we were pretty much the only people there that weren't a lot of. Uh, uh, counselors or mm-hmm. it was different so and then we had a second one online <laughs> during yes. the pandemic yeah. yes we did right because you did it twice that's yep. right yeah yes right. and then everybody in that group was coaching yes because the first time i think some of our team the more than enough team was a part of it and then we had talked and i said maybe it would be good for you guys to do it with a bunch of Normal others. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not everybody who has their thing has it together. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah. Well, it's seemingly together as we know. So, so how what what has it been like for you to have a financial coach? Like oh, for sure. anybody listening who's like, we don't know what financial coaching is. We don't we don't know what it is. We don't we don't need it. Well, what is it like for you to have a financial coach? Can you describe that? Well, to me, it's. Um, how can I say this? One thing is to take these from my eyes. Mm. Right. Like the blinders. Blinders. Yeah. Because money, as you said, is so important, even though it's temporary, but it's very important. Mm-hmm. And it's a source. Coming from a country like Colombia, I know how to be short of money and yeah. seeing poor people is in a different way than Canada, of course. Yeah. But the ignorance about money how to handle money is crazy around the world, I would say. So to me, it has been a way of learning. Like, as I mentioned before, having a doctor, when mm-hmm. you feel sick, you go to talk to a doctor. But when people have money problems, they for shame, for whatever, they don't know who to talk to because everybody is feeling pretty much the same and is very sensitive uh, topic. Yes, it is. Uh, so not having the tools to handle money properly is <laughs> horrible. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like coming back to life and redeem some areas of my own life. Um, 
that I know if I we don't have the perfect money no. n- night date. <laughs> we, not we not haven't. Even Reb and I, so just, just oh, yeah. you know, I mean, she's talking about the financial date, right? Financial date. Financial but did you guys do it at first when you met? We haven't, and we still don't. <laughs> we have. Oh, you should not be telling us this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I think it's it depends on each person. They create yeah. their own system. As yeah. far as you have a system that you make those decisions together. And you communicate, that's yeah. the other part that we learn on Unleash. You communicate and sometimes when, oh, I forgot to tell you this and, oh, I'm sorry, you know automatically, sorry. Because before we, we didn't say sorry for yeah. that. Yeah. Like, well, we why didn't really you? talk about it. No. You know? And to me personally, I remember crying with Natalie because it was so hard for me to put my money together because uh-huh. coming from where I come, I thought that's my money. Yeah. I work hard for the money. She works hard for the money. Yeah. Uh, so it was it has been a whole change of okay, it's not my money, it's our money. And uh, I, I want to yeah. stop here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can talk. So there's a few things in there that you said. I mean, one a financial date. Anyone can go back and Google in our more than we've, enough we've to say we've done podcasts, talked about financial yeah. dates, but you're right. <clears throat> You find a system that works for you and and you do that together. The whole point is you doing it together. Um, But what does it mean for you, Andrew, to have had a coach? Wow. Well, it's really, it's been a game changer, really. Um, You know, the the whole, and this sort of speaks to to more than enough in a general sense, the whole um, shame that sometimes accompanies negative money uh, experiences gets lifted because there's no judgment. Mm. And, you know, I'd like to say that other organizations don't judge you. I'm not really sure. I haven't worked with other <laughs> other organizations. But um, I feel, you know, I felt very embraced by more mm. than enough. Mm. Um, and I felt a real desire on your parts to help people. Mm. You know, I felt that. And I never felt that at a bank, I'd never, you know, no. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'd never felt that in any other sort of context. So, the big thing for me was just uh, getting over that shame hurdle, right? Because I had a lot of it that I didn't realize was there, you know, um, until I started kind of uh, unpacking it all. Sure, you know, and I think men, you yeah. probably know oh, this. Yeah, we I'm with we you. kind of push yeah. push that stuff away yeah. and pretend it's not there. I think. Uh, if I could say in a general sense that women deal with that kind of stuff better, you know? Right. And so once, a, once the, the shame uh, sort of factor was lifted, mm-hmm. uh, I just found that um, working with Natalie was just a joy. I mean, she's mm-hmm. absolutely, we're, we're a great match. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't know if you guys actually try yeah, to match do. up your coaches <laughs> yeah. to the personalities and stuff yeah, of sure. the people, but, but I, I, I absolutely love Natalie and, you know, yeah, yeah. So that's really good. I mean, uh, I, I love I love what you're saying because we do intentionally when everybody comes in. Part of the intake process is vetting who would be the best coach for this. We mm-hmm. hear the story, we hear where they're at, and then and then we we pray about it and we go, okay, we're again because it's a relationship mm-hmm. that, as you said, Marta, um, it's it's intimate. I mean, you were crying with Natalie over, this is a big deal for me, right? So that that relationship can become quite intimate in terms of the the journey that you're on. So 
you know, it's a big deal. It's a matchup. And for you to Andrew to say, yeah, like, uh, I, you know, it was a good match and, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So when you come for coaching, um, really you're meeting monthly and you're just so folks know you're actually doing your cash flow management. You're looking at numbers or you're bringing your questions. You're learning how to build an emergency cushion. You're, uh, you can also go back and listen to the five steps to financial health, which we talked about uh, a few weeks ago. It's there. So what was helpful for you? What is the one thing that you learned practically in your coaching experience that was helpful? Only one. Well, <laughs> you can you name one and then oh Andrew God. can name one. We'll see how well. <laughs> it's hard to tell one, but... Yeah. The, I don't know, I guess to me, having the tool and see exactly where the money is going. Like having that, like it, you yeah. use the, the, the app or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you had, you filled in your numbers, your current reality, and then you know where you're at. And, and, and sometimes when she asks questions, where is this money? Do you know what happened? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, and sometimes before every meeting with her, we are like, she's <laughs> going to be, or he goes, Natalie's going to be upset with you. <laughs> but it's kind of, our yeah. anchor, you know. Yeah. Right. So this, this, it's actually, she's actually looking at your numbers that you're keeping track of. And every month, you know, she's, she can look at it and see, oh, well, maybe you overspent on groceries or you're like way under groceries. Did you remember to put your grocery number in or something like that? Something so like that. Just, just so folks know that it's very practical and the coach actually walks with you in the ca- cash flow management of your house. Sorry, <laughs> lost my voice. Your household, um, but Andrew, what was what's that for you? What, is there something that you really appreciated in the practical part? Uh, I think the uh, the financial cushion, you know, uh, mm-hmm. was something. I mean, before uh, coming to more than enough, I thought a financial or a, uh, an emergency cushion. I called it financial yes, cushion, didn't it, I? Either way. Emergency, <laughs> emergency cushion was something you took camping with you or something. <laughs> so I, I, I used to call it the whoopee cushion because I'm like, oh, we yeah. got all this extra money. We can blow it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's not what that's but about. But that's a, an extremely important uh, concept to have that yeah. emergency cushion because uh, lots of things happen in life, uh, things that you can't predict or mm-hmm. see coming. Um, and it's just good to have that uh, uh, available to you. So mm-hmm. that was that was one thing that really stuck out for me with, with Natalie. Yeah, and, with and I will echo that. I've loved yeah. that. Uh, that mm-hmm. I guess it goes to that you have a little bit of security. At mm-hmm. least for me, yep. you see that number and you're like, I have a little bit of security if something yep. happens. We just um, are helping our daughter pay off a, a something with her car. Her da- Hope and Dave fixed her car up before their trip. They went away. And uh, those I'm, darn mechanics, you know, you go in for one thing and then all of a sudden <laughs> oh. there's like three more so there things. Is, that, and, and she's limited income. I'm like, oh, Dave, we'll just help with those parts because like it. So, but we went to our emergency cushion for it, and yeah. that's how that works. So, yeah. your kids are, are a, a good emergency <laughs> cushion. Recent, huh? yeah. 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 So, so after like it's been a number of years. I'm, we're not counting how many years. Do you find um, so now you meet with Natalie not every month? You do it every three months, mm-hmm. and you just said, of course, you don't ever want to give her up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's a relationship you form. Can you describe that a little bit? Like, what is it like to have a coach? You know, you meet in this 
kind of intimate, honest space. And what what's that like? Um, at first, it was very weird for me, uh, to be honest. But then with time, the fact that she also is, she's from Jamaica. Yes. I, I kind of felt safe right there because I thought, mm, you know, well, these Canadians, they have all fixed. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's you, this, it's not a stereotype. Okay, let me say that again. So you said that we're all fixed. Like, no, that, they, they have everything kind oh, of yeah. fine yeah. and fixed. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It's just a stereotype. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. But it was a little bit uh, with time. I discovered that, that, but, uh, like she was talking about her her parents in Jamaica, so mm-hmm. of course I have my mom back in Colombia. So it was like little bit things that, and uh, it it's amazing to see her not only as an advisor but as a friend. Mm-hmm. She prays for us, and we talk about not only money but all the personal stuff. Mm-hmm. But she is uh, is she is a blessing, and I would say it's like an angel mm-hmm. for us, yeah. well, all of you. But she knows yeah. and the struggles and. During the pandemic, we never thought about, oh, we can buy a house. Now we haven't because the whole market is another whole story. (laughs) But just going from being scared of that to, oh, we can save money for a house is a total flip. Yeah, that's a huge flip. Mm -hmm. What about for you, Andrew? What's that? Well, I was just going to say that I, uh, you know, when Marta mentioned Natalie being from Jamaica, uh, that was something that I observed watching her and Natalie sort of talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know if it would be, if I'm saying it the right way, but, you know, both being immigrants, yeah, mm-hmm. there was a connection there, yeah. you know, um, not from the same place, of course, but they, they know the struggle that immigrants face mm-hmm. sometimes when they come here. And so they could relate on that level, which really warmed my heart. I, mm-hmm. I really, because I, I really wanted Marta to, <laughs> To feel comfortable with this, you know, I was uncomfortable for my own reasons and she was uncomfortable for her own reasons. Yeah. And Natalie put us both at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that lovely. is a gift that she has. She has a yeah. real gift for just, you know. Well, and I think that's something we talk about regularly with the team when people are coming. Like it's 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 like, um, you know, animals that have been hurt. Right. They're very timid to come to be touched and, mm. and, and loved. Right. Mm. You, you have all these ways of keeping yourself defended because you're not quite sure what a coach is going to do. How, how much are they going to dig in with you? And you're maybe nervous that they're going to judge. But we've tried to create a space at, in the culture of more than enough um, where we let go. We, we try and even when we even feel more so though, that that is such an important part of the relationship between, you know, between as we, you know, and I have my own coach, right? Mm. So I have my own coach and, and in terms of business, but, you know, to be able to come into that and say, okay, well, here's where we're at. This is what's happened. Things have blown up or things haven't, or, yep, we, or we had, a, f- or we had or, a fight or, um, so, uh, <laughs> Something I, I, I really like is like when, to me, when the challenges are seem completely yeah. unreachable, having her and breaking it down mm-hmm. to a level like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was to me so great. Instead of like, oh, I want to do this or I need to pay this debt impossible no 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 let's do it this way yeah. and it's that changed my whole 
idea about money in general. Because it comes like such a big, overwhelming thing. But yeah. when you break it down in pieces and you're doing targets at a time. Yeah, like a plan that is yeah. realistic and yeah. doable. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, what, how have, have you um, grown in your relationship with God in the, as part of this coaching? Like, is there, have you seen the connection between God and your financial journey and your relationship with him? Well, that's, you know, not a. I know, uh, and not a light question. I don't think I wrote that one down, so I'm sorry to throw that at you. And you've got two minutes. No, I'm just no. Well, I'm no, I, I think I think that uh, you know, prior to coming to more than enough, I, I there was there was a disconnect. I had a disconnect between God and money. I didn't think God, you know, wanted to know about my financial life or could help me with it. I'm not sure why I felt that, but I just mm-hmm. I didn't connect the two, and through coming to coaching and more than enough, I realized that God is at the head of this mm-hmm. and he's the guide and we Amazing. need to, and we need to, to take his hand mm-hmm. and let him guide us and trust him mm-hmm. yeah, as we good. do with many other things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why I didn't think that about money. I don't know, but <laughs> I had that attitude strangely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. How about you, Marta? Um, I have seen the provision of God on my, in my life. A lot before mm-hmm. coming here, uh, but to me, to see your organization really, it's it should be all over the world. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you should be a multinational. <laughs> oh, uh, work with me on that. Yeah, seriously, because yeah, it's it's amazing how much light and peace these these brings especially in these times inflation and Mm -hmm. strikes from the government Mm -hmm. that kind of thing all over the world people are panicking about money and affects deeply families so to me is to see god in practice in real ways to remit mass yeah i i mean your your story is so um important uh, for listeners to hear about today, because I think um, discipleship, I mean, we're in it and we're immersed in it and have been for years, but our finances are so intricately, intricately entwined in our relationship with God. And I say it all the time, if if it wasn't important, Jesus never would have said, be careful about mammon. Mm-hmm. He would say, he would have never told us, don't serve mammon. He would have never brought that to the forefront, mm-hmm. but he ha- he did. And he told us what could draw our hearts away. And so, um, you know, we're not perfect at more than enough. We're still on learning curves and learning how to do coaching better and all of those things. But um, I don't know if you have uh, a, a I was going to ask one more question just uh, yeah. and it's really a, a, the easy one is is if there's one thing that you could tell the listeners mm-hmm. about your coaching like what would you encourage them to do I would tell them get involved in coaching get a coach mm-hmm. call more than enough mm-hmm. uh, don't be afraid mm-hmm. I mean uh, there's a lot of assumptions people make about money I made them yeah, you probably made them. Yeah, we have. Um, and a lot of them are wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, let your coach, uh, you know, take you by the hand and 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 uh, help you fix these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, not sure what to say, but I probably I would say just don't be afraid of. You're not going to lose anything. Right. Of, don't spend more than you have, mm-hmm. and coming to more than enough will help you to even be more comfortable, peaceful. Mm-hmm. And meet your goals 
Awesome. Yeah, wow. Awesome. Thank you. Reb, you want to pray? Yeah. Lord, thanks so much for this time and Andrew and Marta being here and your work in their lives. And we ask that you would continue to bless them. Yeah. But even as listeners here today, um, their story that they uh, would be inclined to start talking to you about money. Mm. Um, that simple thing of just talking to you because you are so eager to hear us. And before you call, um, before we call on you, you answer. You have answers already in place for us. So, Lord, I thank you um, that we can come to you with all of these things in Jesus' name. Thanks, Reb. And thank you, Andrew and Marta, for thank being you. here. And, and for I'll say, yeah, a thank you to Stephen Francipilia and their team. And thank you for listening and joining us. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.